In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On this sacred night, let us move our minds a bit to the past. Perhaps you might be able to see the great Caesar Augustus, the whole world being at peace through the edge of the Roman sword. All the foes of his are long dead, Brutus and Mark Antony and Cleopatra, and all the foes of Rome long subjugated, and that dreadful peace lies on the earth. And there he sits on his grand palace overlooking the mighty Tiber River in the great imperial city of Rome, the heart of the world. And he spreads out his map before him, and it reads, Terra Orbas Imperium Romanum, the whole world of the Roman Empire. And like all vain souls, he says, I must count all the beans. And so he must number and name his kingdom. And so to every governor and satrap and phony king under his thumb, the messengers post all go to the land of your fathers. And so this little workman Joseph, long down the line of the much beleaguered house of David, must up and take his pregnant wife. But he fears not, for the angel has spoken to him, and he is a righteous man. And he expects much when he goes to the city of his fathers, Bethlehem. And by the workings of that emperor, the prophet Malachi finds his fulfillment, who says, And you, Bethlehem of the land of Judah, shall by no means be least among the clans of Judah, for from you shall come forth a Savior. But all goes a bit south, and there are those doleful words, because there was no room for them in the end, I sometimes wonder when Christ comes back to judge all time in history if he might not speak that simple phrase, there was no room for us. And so they wander behind in that hill country. If you, I've had the chance to be to Bethlehem, all the rolling hills, in the stable, the manger, built into a small cave behind the housing. And there, the Son of God is born in a cave and swaddled. And this is a sign because since he is born in a cave, in order to see him, you must kneel. And to kneel is the mark of the humble. So the proud pass by and will not see God. But to those who can humble their ego and stoop down, they enter not a cave, but a new universe. And at the center of that new universe is the infant Christ in the arms of his mother. And at his fingertips is all the cosmos. And he reaches out for your hand.
And there are only two sorts of souls who have the humility to kneel down. One, the shepherds who know they know nothing. The other, the magi who know they don't know everything, but can make themselves low. And so too, my brothers and sisters, on this sacred night, when we have said those powerful words of Scripture, You are my Son. Today is born a Savior who is Christ and Lord. To quote that great prophet Linus, this is what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. And Charlie Brown takes that broken little tree and in those efforts cannot. But to those who hear the word and humble themselves and have that tiny little hand that holds all the cosmos grip your finger and stare at you and say, I am little now and all you can do is look at me. Will you hear me years from now? Will you hear me when I cry out to you and say, Bless those who curse you. Forgive those who persecute you. If someone hits you on one cheek, turn the other as well. If they ask for your shirt, give them your cloak. Will you hear me when I say, Blessed are the pure of heart, for they shall see God. Will you hear me when I say, The first will be last, and the last will be first. Will you hear me when I say, unless you take up your own cross and follow after me, you cannot be my disciple? Will you have the humility to hold on to my hand when the next time to kneel down arrives, when once again I am taken dead off the cross and laid in the arms of my mother and have the whole cosmos at the tip of my hands because I will rise, because I am Christ and Lord, and I hold in my hands the keys of death and hell, and at my name all things shall bow in the heavens and on the earth and ever into the earth, and every tongue proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord. But before all that comes, will you have humility to kneel and see that new universe. Is that not, my brothers and sisters, what every Mass is? The hearkening of every Mass. Oh, know that you are loved, the love beyond all love, the love that will be born in the cave and raised on the cross the love that forgives that dreadful old word, sin, and says, you are not the sum total of your sins and failures. You are rather the sum total of God's love for you and the capacity you have to become the image of Jesus Christ, his son. That's what happens every time you nudge around the old lady at the communion line because you don't want to tip her over and come and kneel down and receive your holy communion. You have the chance to enter into that cave and humble our egos.
and see what there is to see, the babe in the arms of his mother, and at his fingertips the whole cosmos, and even more than the whole cosmos, your heart and my heart. He is not Caesar, he will not force it. He is not emperor, he will not demand it. He is God and will ask for it. And so, there should be a multitude of the heavenly hosts, or at least the nine adorable altars serve. Well, maybe four of them are adorable, the rest are getting to mangly teenagers, but we still like you anyways. Right? And there should be the heavenly song and the children of God arrayed, saying in two parts, when is this sermon going to be over? And the other part, I wish to sing the praises of God and humble myself and grab that little baby's hand and say, I will hear. I will strive. I will live just and temperately and devoutly in this age because it's the only age and yours is the voice that rings to my heart and I give glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those of goodwill in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen.